New York, concrete jungle where my dreams are made of. There's nothing I know. And you're gonna forget that. These streets will make you feel brand new. Big glass will inspire you. Welcome to the resentment list. This is the Americast. Last week we did the Japod. <laughs> what the what fuck was that? that? Is someone here? I think the podcast sounds better in this house. Yeah, well, I was actually listening to a couple the other day and I actually sounded, thought it sounded really good at mum's house. No, it was too much echo, I thought. Yeah, I liked the echo. Oh, and okay. I love the cat. Why did you cut out the cat out? I didn't cut the cat out. I feel it's like all in. Yeah, I just I like. Do you cat. know someone at work was like talking to me and they were like, "I listen to your pod. That cat is so annoying." <laughs> <laughs> I like the cat. It brings a you know a little something something to the pod. All right. So I don't know what. Yeah. Well. Um. Oh, fuck, man. I have so many resentments. I don't even know where the fuck to start. But my first thing is a question. All right. No oh, doubt. first I, I'll just inform. Inform anyone that doesn't know. I just came back from America. I went to New York and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a lovely time. It was a lovely, lovely time. But there was a lot about humanity and that I, I was made to question. Um, and my first one is actually one that's a bit close to home. Um, again, about my boyfriend who doesn't listen to this anymore. Uh, so... <laughs> I've, He's getting a lot of I've noticed, I've noticed with men uh, some things. Oh, Over no. my trip, <laughs> I've go. noticed. Now I have to represent all men. Yeah, and yeah. So um, what I've noticed is um, you don't like making any trouble at the uh, restaurant, do you? Have I, am I co-hosting this with anyone? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about what you said. So I what think- I'm saying is, is that, you know... Well, like sending something back. No, not even that far. But just like, you know, for instance, like ordering a coffee while you're waiting for a table or, uh, you know, perhaps maybe changing a table or just anything that may cause slight, I don't know, not even annoyance because it's not even annoyance. But w- what is it? Um... I mean, I guess the big difference here is like, are you are you asking the person to do it, or are you expecting them to do it? Because I think I think the difference is like, if someone asked me to do it, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll ask the the waitress if we can change tables. But I think the thing with men is like, if someone doesn't ask them, they're just kind of like, oh, I guess I'll just deal with what I get. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, all right, well, that's sort of... (laughs) No, but there's... I just noticed that, like, all the guys that I know have this thing. Also, another thing that I notice is with bags. Like, my bag is chock-a-full, like, so full and so heavy. Um, And Tristan didn't want anything in his bag. Like... Yeah, no, that is a big one. That's a big one. Like, I'm like, oh, like, um, can you put this in your bag? And, like, he did. Like, he's a nice guy. Like, he, he offered to put it in his bag, but... He was kind of like he. F- it was like he thought his bag was really full, and I was like, um, I'm pretty sure it's like ten kilos lighter than me. But to him, that was a full bag. And this isn't just Tristan. Like I've people that I've known or dated are the same. It's like they want their bag to be slightly empty. It has to be. No, empty. this is this is a gender difference. What? Is I think women think bags are for taking one place 
from from one place to another, taking your things from one place to another. Men think you should be able to get into your bag at all times. So the difference is between men and women is that women don't man ha- mind having their bags completely full because maybe they don't expect to actually go into their bag. The thing that annoys men is that when their bags are full, or especially when we try to find something in a, in a woman's bag, you can never find it because it's always so full that you can't find anything in there. Mm, so it's easy access, you're saying. It's easy access. And that's why we're more likely to have an empty bag because there's no, like, there's nothing, like, in the way of something you need to find. Yeah, but example. we still know where we're able to find our shit. Ben no. just rolled his eyes. No, no. This is, this is one thing that I really struggle with. And I, you know me, I try to love every person. Um, I don't know why you just checked my phone. No, I just wanted to see what your phone looked like. Okay. Well, you could just listen to me and pay oh, attention Dad to me. Oh, Dad just rescheduled my dinner tonight with him. I'm so sad, Dad. Oh, his tire's flat. Shout out to Dad. Go on. Keep going. What were we talking about? I don't even remember before you interrupted me. You're talking about bags. Yeah, I was saying, women think, I try to love everybody, but there is a thing I've noticed with maybe some, some women mm. that they think that their bags they can find things in their bags and then when it comes down to it they can never find anything so i don't know why they have this idea that they can always find things that they need in their bag well i know where every fucking thing is oh really yeah do you because i (laughs) seem to recall every time you leave your house every time you leave your house you have a panic over oh i don't know where my wallet is i don't know where my phone is i don't know where my keys are but Every just, time. No, but it just annoys me because I'm lugging around this fucking 25 kilo bag and Tristan's got like a five kilo bag and, and, and he's like, oh, I can't possibly fit another thing in. And it's no, like, I'll tell you why. I think part of it is a resentment from, from this is what you chose. You've got to deal with the life that you chose mm. and you chose to have a 25 kilo bag. Okay. So you've got to deal with it. All you right. don't put that responsibility on him. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm all Tristan today. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, Tristan, but you're probably not listening to this anyway. That's another resentment. Uh, anyway. Why doesn't he listen anymore? I don't know. Nah, he does. He's If he ever listens to this, he's going to be like, I don't know why you said <laughs> this stuff. Like, he's probably... <laughs> sorry, Tristan. Um, look. Trouble in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no trouble. Uh, look. All right. Where the fuck am I going next? Um, all right. There's something I want to bring up. Can you play... These are a lot of questions. I'm curious. I'm a curious fucking cat. Where is, why, okay, what's toothpicks? What's, what's with the chewing toothpicks? The guys chewing the toothpicks. Can you, can you please just, 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 just inform me why people drive around, walk around with a toothpick hanging out in their mouth? Okay, well, I got a question. Well, so, like, in, toothpicks are really big in Japan, mm. but I f- it feels like people only use them for actually, like, getting food out of their teeth. So you're talking about people this that use it. This is a fashion statement. A fashion statement. Well, I think maybe for some people it's for when they quit smoking. They want something in their mouth. No, I can tell that this is a fashion statement. Um. Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. I think it's kind of a cool look. It's not a cool <laughs> look. It's so not a cool look. Can I picture me this like a kind of really buff, um, you know hyper masculine guy chewing with his mouth open with a toothpick with a look on his face like my shit don't stink that doesn't annoy you 
No, I, and I'll tell you why I like it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because the guy with the toothpick, something about the toothpick that it makes it look like you're thinking about something. No, it looks like you're a so, fucking dickhead. No, so like a typical beefcake kind of guy, if he's chewing <laughs> on a toothpick. It makes him look more intellectual. Yeah, it makes it look like he's, you know, he's considering all his options. Yeah, you know? okay. Because the, the toothpick it. in my mind is kind of a mafia thing. It's kind of like no, no, that's no, no, difficult w- situation. No, <laughs> no, no, that's that's the uh, the what uh, the 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 uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, cigar cigar yeah yeah. No, but they always have. Okay, like, okay, I'm bringing. No, I need to stop. Well, it's a very European thing. Yeah, yeah. I've got a present for you. I wanted to give it to you on air. This is a very, it's a very like, uh, ADD podcast. I like it. I like it. All right. Oh, so okay. this is. I bought you a present. Yeah, I got you one too, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's not. It's not. uh, Well, here's the thing: is I wanted to give you and mum and dad all presents together, but we haven't ever met up. Oh, okay, okay. So this is for you. So let's listen to. Okay, so I'm going to describe this for the listeners. It's in a white box. No, I should describe it. Okay. Okay, it's in a white box, um, and it says Holston's Confectionery on it. Do you know what that is? No, but it says it's it's from. Bloomfield, New Jersey. Mm. Um, so we're going to open it up here. It's quite heavy. So Should not have I you, wrapped this? Should have not I wrapped you'd the expect. box? I mean, it, the, the presentation could use a bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But oh, see, now I'm getting regret. Remorse no, don't, and regret. <laughs> don't get remorse and regret. Um, okay. No, but now I feel like this isn't going to so be now a special now. Unboxing. And as, as you may have heard before, I'm not very good with getting into things quickly. I like to to ruminate, to think before I open something up. So, this is a bit anxiety provoking for me. Okay, what have we got here? Oh wow, it is a lovely beer stein from Holston's, Bloomfield, New Jersey, and that's lovely. You can put any any number of liquids no, in there. No, but you don't. You don't get it. Uh I I think. Okay, I'll tell you what I think it is. Is it like kind of a soprano thing? Yeah, it's a soprano thing. Okay, but I, uh, but I say I I I get the New Jersey thing, but what is the Holston's? Last episode, sweet art. Oh, that's is that where, where he was sitting? Oh wow, I didn't know that's where that's he was. That's legit where the last oh. episode was filmed, and it was his last scene. That's so awesome. Yeah. Wow, that's great. That's going right up on the mantelpiece. I don't have a mantelpiece. Now but I've got a story with that. I wanted to get. Did you go to New Jersey? Yeah, I went on the Soprano tour. Sweetheart. Oh shit, that's big. And I've got a that's sit- real big. And I've got a. S- oh, I'll show you. Um, while I'm talking, I've got a picture of me on the Soprano where he was sitting, the chair. And do you know they had to extend it for him because of his weight? And it's always reserved. Isn't that cute? It's always reserved. Have you heard the stories about him? What stories? Apparently he he had such severe like self-hatred. <gasps> no, he don't. would like, while he was on set, if he did a bad take or something, he would just like slap his face and stuff. No, that's not true, is it? Yeah. Apparently he's a real, real troubled man. No, I don't think he was. No, he definitely was. <laughs> Oh no, I don't have it on my phone. He, uh, do you know he disappeared for like two days once? Really? When he, when they were supposed to shoot a scene, just because he was so fucked up. Oh my god, I'm so sad that he died. Like I love him so much. I think he's like the hottest thing out. But the story with that is, I didn't actually look at that before I bought it. I wanted to buy you something from there because I know you love Sopranos. And my favorite they, show. And they had mugs, so I said, "Oh, should I get him a hat? Should I get him a mug?" And so I got you a mug, but they just gave me the box. And then I opened it and I went, "Oh." 
Like I don't really like a glass thing. I wanted you to have like a coffee mug. Yeah, but a glass thing works better as a um as an ornament ornamental. Yeah. Now yeah. I've, now I've got a lot of regret. And I'd rather an ornamental than a mug because it's easy to have too many mugs. No, no, it's not. You can never have as many mugs. But I'm really upset about my presentation. I should have wrapped it. Uh, don't. <laughs> I think it was fine. I enjoyed it. It had a it had a real American charm. To All it, right. You know? So it's a thing in a box. Uh, like Ben's trip. I mean, both of us hadn't been on a trip for so long that <sighs> I worked hard last year, uh, and I just really felt like I deserved it, and it was. There was no same with Ben. There was really not that I can't complain. I really can't complain. It was a great trip. Um, I got some writing done, some creative writing. I didn't do any of my uh, day job. Um, oh, by the way, I've got another resentment about Japan. Just ask this me isn't later. The fucking Japan. Uh, yeah, pod. ask me later. We'll all do right, it at the end. All right, it's not the Japan pod, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so great trip. Uh, but um, I had some funny, some interesting, uh, interesting uh, interactions. One I will always remember in my head is Tristan and I did not have, uh, didn't have phones. Um, we had phones, but we didn't; they weren't connected, and we didn't have a car. So uh, when we we stayed upstate New York one for five days, and we got a bus from New York City to this um, town. And it was a small town, but we weren't staying in the town. We were staying outside the town. Mm. So we are kind of in the forest, in the bush, or not the bush, but whatever, the woods. The and woods, um, yeah. so we had, when we, we, we had to go into town once and we walked two and a half hours to get to the town to get some groceries. But to get back, we had to, we wanted to get a cab because obviously we had groceries. So we knew that there was a couple of cabs in town. Um, so we found a cab place and, um, I've got a problem with doors. I can't open doors. If a door, I don't know why it's very strange. It's like my thing with, um, sayings, how I fuck up sayings. I can't open doors. So it could be a very simple lock and I really, uh, struggle. So I went to this, um, it was like a weird, it's like weird going to a cab, an actual cab office. Also, um, you, you actually openly avoid doors because... You know these little, um, like, kind of baby gate things at mum's house? Yeah, yeah, So the yeah, dog yeah, doesn't yeah. get in the rooms? Omi doesn't open the gate up. She just walks over the top yeah, of the I gate. Yeah, I have to, like, And she's never... Up. She's actually never figured out how to open the gate. It's yeah. a very simple mechanism. It's yeah. only childproof. No, I can't. And she can't figure can't it out. Do it. So she's not good with doors. So, anyway. so there was this office. It was kind of like... How do I describe it? It was like a... It looked like a, a one-room house, basically. It was yeah. like a taxi stand, but not a stand. It was an actual office. So, anyway, the door was shut and I could see two pe- One woman behind a computer and one guy in front. So, we, so I kind of... I knocked... I kind of knocked on the door and, and, and opened, tried to open the door and I couldn't open the door. So, I said to Tristan... Because both of us are a little bit socially awkward and timid. And so, I kind of looked at Tristan oh, okay. But she's, the woman inside saw us. And so, mm. I was like... Okay, she saw us, like, but she was on a headset thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do now. And I kind of was a bit confused. I was like, oh, maybe we're not allowed to go in. Maybe we have to call. And she was with this guy. And so we just kind of stand, stood out the front. But you kind of would think that one of them would come and open the door for us to let us in because we obviously want something. Like, why would we be outside a cab thing? Anyway, so we kind of, like, thinking awkwardly. And I thought, should I knock on the door again? Like, what should I do? And, like, they've seen us. They're looking at us. So I kind of like look in and I wave to them 
like it was just oh fuck it it was just it was my fault but anyway I kind of waved to them and and the guy that was sitting in front of the desk waved at me back like like a creep I was like (laughs) I just want to get a cab but I I didn't know what to do like if I should do the sign and anyway a couple of minutes later this really uh horrendous looking mean woman opens the doors and goes have you got a problem like I was like and Tristan and I were just like so taken aback she said it so meanly yeah and I was like no oh we just wanted to get a cab she goes well you could just come inside and I was like fuck and all of my past door experiences just kind (laughs) of flinted back and I was like oh no like the door fucking worked obviously but I swear it was locked anyway we get in there wait so what happened with this door then well she she just shut the door she slammed the door on us we we weren't inside yet so she goes have you got a problem and I was like no oh we just wanted to get in the um we just wanted to get a cab and she goes you could have just walked in and asked for one but why didn't why didn't the door work when you tried to open the door I don't it was either they either locked it or it was my door situation and I think it was my door situation so anyway, so then I look at Tristan and I said, what should we do? Like, because we were like, this bitch is a cunt. Like, should we go somewhere else? What, what should we do? So we're just standing around, like milling around like fucking freaks. And Tristan's like, maybe we should just go in there. So I walk in and the door works and we sit down and she's like on the phone. It's stench with smoke. She's smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette. It's just smoking inside. She's a real piece of shit. She's a real piece of shit. And um, so... Where we just sit down and we kind of wait there, and the guy that's in front is just kind of smirking. She's on the f- on her headset, going, you know, working out, dispatching cabs basically. And um, the way she's talking to to all the cab drivers is just friendly. She's like, "No, I told you," and she says to someone on the phone, "Tom, can you get me a Wendy's?" <laughs> Tristan and I look at each other. Ten minutes pass, fifteen minutes. She still hasn't spoken to us again. I look at Tristan and I said. I messaged him on the phone, like not messaged him, but like went on my notes, looked, gave him a message and handed the phone over. And I was like, should we go? This lady's a bitch. And he just wrote, no, let's just stay. She finally like says to us, where are you going? And I was like, oh, told her where we're going. And he was like, Ugh. anyway, <laughs> then <laughs> she's still, t- and we're just like, I don't know if we're going to get to this situation. Anyway, then um, this guy, this um guy like comes in um, and he's like real angry and he he's one of the cab drivers and he's like, um, the what are they walkie talkies or speakers it's not working la 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 and, he, and then she was just like just abused him back and then she's like shouts and goes you're going with him and then the other guy that was at the thing was also waiting for a cab and he was going the same way for us so we went in the same cab all together yeah anyway we get in and the guy that's driving the cab's like she's a fucking bitch <laughs> like he's like i was just about to throw my fucking um speaker what are they called walkie talkie things radio radio i was gonna just throw my radio at her face like she's such a fucking bitch what the fuck is wrong and with we were like laughing me and tristan because we were just like yeah she is a fucking bitch yeah. um and it was just so funny like it was one of those things where i was so angry like this bitch was so horrible but like now looking back, it was the best thing that happened because it was so funny. And the whole way home, um, he had just started the job and he was just saying how how much of a fucking bitch that she was, this girl, this woman. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She's just had some problems. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of my resentments. Her her attitude. Yeah, she fucking sucked, man. But the guys were so funny on the way home, on the way back to the office. 
Like, and the funny thing, Tristan was like, how funny is it that one of the taxi people, she just said, can I have a Wendy's? And she obviously gets a Wendy's every day because he knows what a, what a Wendy's, like, is. Oh, wow. Like, what, what's her order? Like, what does oh, she get? Because no. she does not leave. You can tell she does not leave that she's desk. She's such a sad woman. Yeah, she's, you know those people where you're like, you know that she's sick. Like, she's so sick in her head. She doesn't give a fucking shit about yeah. anything. She's ill. Yeah, she's ill. She's fucking ill. Um, so, yeah, so that was Taxi Dispatcher story. Um, and where we were staying in this particular upstate New York place, it was a hippie, uh, a hippie cabin. No doubt. And uh, one thing that, you know, great cabin, loved it, loved it. If you follow me on Instagram, you can see the... Uh, <laughs> you can see me see the uh, little uh, the the setup that they had, but um one of the things was it was near uh, Woodstock where Woodstock was, so everything was kind of Woodstock themed, and I think their grandparents had been to Woodstock or something, um and there was a Woodstock ticket kind of um, framed, and it was all Woodstock themed, and you know the password was nineteen sixty nine, and um and the uh, one thing that really upset me though is. They had tie-dye sheets, which is cool. I love the tie-dye sheets. But they were nylon. Nylon sheets. So they like stuck to you. You got those electrical shocks. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, you know when people choose things like for a specific theme or for a specific like, because it's cool, but like the actual like functionality, it just goes out the fucking window. So we had to strip the bed. We stripped the bed and took off the sheets um, well, that is what stripping the bed is. Um, and find like another doona to lie on because we couldn't handle the tie-dye sheet. Yeah. Yeah, America's like... Do you reckon like America's... If you stay within a certain thing, America's normal. But if you like go into... Like people are so idiosyncratic that things can get weird really fast. Yeah. Like people's little quirks and stuff. Yeah, this got real weird. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was just weird. But what I really wanted to share with you was, um, so we went to the comedy cellar. Oh, yeah. <sighs> that was the most stressful, like the most stressful night in my life, I think. We got seated in the front center. We don't drink, so we didn't order. Because you told us to order food, we ordered two drinks and food items. And so, you know, when you like, it was like we were on display eating, like all this. No one else had food oh. because they were drinking. So, like, I didn't think – I was like, oh, we'll just have dinner at the cellar because we have to we have to buy it because you told us that we had to buy food. It was a two-drink minimum, right? Yeah, but I could have just got sparkling water. So, we had this big bowl of chips and a fucking salad and we're in the middle centre in front of these comedians. So, we're, like, eating it chip by chip and then the people on the side can see us. So, we're eating and everyone's looking at us like, why are they eating food at the comedy cellar? Like, it was just so fucking – okay, that was one. That was awkward one. No, but that's – I mean, it's weird that they were staring at you because it's like that's part of the thing of the menu. It's like, it doesn't even say two drink minimum. It says two yeah, items. Yeah, I know, but no one so else had any be fucking normal. food. And, like, when we walked in, because we were one of the first people there, like, we had our tickets, whatever – like the couple near us, they got si- they got seated next to us and they were like, oh no, we don't want to sit in the front row. And so they made the people, they were like, oh, well, everything's already, like they've already done the seating plan. And then they were like, oh, well, we just don't want to go. But then like, because me and Tristan, are, we don't want to cause any trouble. Mm. We're in the fucking front centre. And I just knew that there was trouble going to happen. Like I just knew it. So I'm shaking in my fucking boots. <sighs> we got fucking spoken to by every fucking comedian. I... 
it's I can't even I can't even believe this like it was (laughs) was that funny look there was like to be honest we didn't like that many of them I I laughed at a few there was a couple of there was probably two out of the six or seven that we liked um you know at the first, it was just this one guy that came up and he just you know how you know how there's like different types of comedians and some some use different like they've got different kind of vibes so this guy was one of those ones where like he's really mean he was like an older guy and you know when they're really like they they find someone in the crowd and they just give the they just roast them mm. so he roasted Tristan he was this old guy and he like he did that staring thing you know how they stare like they do the staring like while they're like thinking of the next joke yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was just staring at us like that yeah. like a fucking freak what was his name i can't remember and i fucking hate him anyway so like tris i was just like i was i was like you know when you're you have to act like i was so mortified that i was acting going <laughs> oh no <laughs> so his jokes were so lame as well like he said um oh where are you from like everyone you know australia oh i heard everything's backwards over there and then he like looked at me like oh like as if he'd had sex with me and my ass was where my vagina was or something and that was like so funny apparently and then he said that Tristan looked like Jesus and although he looked like a serial killer and also he looked like Jesus Christ. Um, and then he just kept looking at Tristan and go, oh, you don't even get my jokes, do you? Because you're from Australia or some shit like that. And he just, he was obsessed with Tristan. So yeah. everything went back to Tristan. Yeah. And Tristan won't hide when he's unimpressed, but I didn't want to look at him. So we, we've got our food there. We're still trying to fucking eat. We're still trying to fucking eat. I didn't hear. <laughs> It's just We're I not drinking. We're sco- I don't know how it's got We're so We're stone bad. cold sober. Um, we've got another fucking table of uh, Australians opposite, like not opposite because we're on the stage, but like around the stage, like looking at us, like laughing. We've got all our fucking food. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like one thing I fucking hate. Okay. And maybe this is my fault for going to the comedy cellar, but I'm there to relax. I'm there to fucking just chill out. Mm. I don't like when I go, and Dad knows this from his performances, I don't like when I get attacked or I have to perform at a show. Yeah. Comedy or otherwise. I don't like audience participation. And I know you got to do it in the comedy. I know, I know, I know. <sighs> but I was sweating bullets in that fucking place. I was waiting for it to be over because they kept talking to us. And I don't know why. I didn't ask to be in the centre row. I didn't ask. I didn't ask to be in the front row. So I'm, I'm just, <sighs> it was stressful, Okay. Well, I hope everyone else enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, so I guess my recommendation didn't didn't go down. No, here. it's look to everyone else that's going to New York. It's a good experience, and it's you know you are seeing very good comedians. Um, but if you don't want to get spoken to, don't just get there a little later because you don't want to be in the front row because you will get fucked on. You will. And I don't know. Maybe everyone else. The guy next to me that was also in the front row, he was fucking loving it. He had like the cool. He had like cool quips to everything. Can you know those people that like get in and they want to talk to the comedians? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Also, it's a different culture in that like, Pete. Like I feel like Americans are so much more confident than Australians yeah, that they can just yeah, kind yeah. of do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was no. It was a good experience. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm scared now. I'm fucking scared. I just like to be in my seat and like just relax. Relax, relax, relax. All right. What else have I got? Um, uh, 
Yeah, I got a resentment against people from New York. Like the whole time that I was there, I was like, why can't I live in New York? Like I, I was so like the whole time I was thinking, I was like trying to look into people's houses. Mm. I was like trying to see how they lived. Mm. It was like, don't you think like, I don't know. I have this all the time. Like, I feel like if I if I lived somewhere else, I would be different. Yeah, oh no, that was that was my whole thing uh, in Japan, and I know you don't want me to talk about Japan anymore. But um, is that I the whole time I just felt like I was just like a better person <laughs> while yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but what's funny is like it's just because you can't you can't separate the place from the holiday mindset. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like if you were there you'd have your regular life and your regular problems. So I guess that's the difference. And the funny thing is like people, like I listen to like podcasts of people from New York and they nonstop complain about it. Oh, like okay. they hate that they like most people that live in New York, they're like, it's the greatest city in the world. But then 90% of the other time they're talking about, it, they're like, it's just trash. Like, it's just like the people suck. It's such a mean city. It's so hard to get anywhere. Like they just hate it. Yeah, and there's always um, – it's really hard. Like, one thing I noticed and I've heard this around is any restaurant that you want to go to, like anything that's like, you know, mildly cool or like, you know, somewhere that you want to go, it's just like you can't get in. It's just like lines and lines and lines. Yeah. Um, But that's my only complaint. Like, I fucking love it. Um, That's my second time that I went and I just – love it even fucking more now like I was obsessed with it but I think obviously living there and I mean I lived in London and I did the same thing like I was like when I move I'm just gonna be this complete different person yeah um and I was a fucking mess and that's the worst thing is like you think that you're going to you're gonna be a different person and that you're gonna somehow like leave all your problems behind even though consciously you know that that's not the thing um but I was just walking around the streets going Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. They just look so much better than me. They just look better than me. Yeah. Um, and I just romanticized the whole thing. And it wasn't until like the seventh day or something I was like, Naomi, you're just doing your usual shit of thinking that it's gonna be better if you do this. And um But was there anything that annoyed you about the city? Uh no. Like I'm a real city person and the busyness doesn't, like, I know a lot of people have said to me, like, friends that have gone, oh, but it's just, don't you find it too busy? And I'm like, no, like, I, I thrive on that stuff. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, it's so hard not to romanticise. Like, I'm sure there was things that, like, came up and I was just like a, um, no. I think because I have lived in a big city, all of the things that would annoy other people I've kind of got over like you know like the subway business and like certain stresses that are stressful but um but yeah I don't know I see I didn't I don't remember in New York like the subway being that bad Mm. but in Tokyo I got like the full experience of like they it's almost like in Japan people like this it's a very polite culture but as soon as you get onto the train, that's just completely ignored. Yeah, yeah. Like, people will just not even say, excuse me, just shove straight into you. Yeah. If there's, like, a kid on the subway, they'll just, like, not look down on them and just, like, shove so straight what, into so them. So, you said they were polite, but they do that. No, they're, the Japan Japanese culture is polite in every other way. Ah, uh, like, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like uh, they, they're very helpful people and... Um, you know, in you in a usual situation, if you're lost, they help you. Or if if someone, um, 
you know, is, is in your way when you're usually walking, they'll, they'll say, excuse me, but when it's on the train, they're just so fucking rude. Yeah, it is stressful. I was really happy though because the first subway that we got on, there was a junkie like actually taking drugs and then I didn't see one after that. So it was like my lucky stars. He was um, he was crushing up pills and then jumped off the carriage and went into that little in-between bit and was doing whatever he wanted to do. And then oh, jumped really? Back. Yeah, yeah. It was so fucking confronting like for the first train that we got on because we got a train like from the airport. We didn't get a cab, which we probably should have because we were fucking stressed out. But um. But yeah. Oh, and another thing I wanted to say. Um, yeah, I got a real junkie feel while I was there. It really? Was good. It was great. Um, another thing that I, <laughs> Tristan was so funny. He was like, he was like Robin Hood. He was like handing out money to everyone. I couldn't oh, stop him. I, I couldn't. I, co- I, I could not stop him handing money to people. Like, so nice. But I was like, Tristan, you're a uni student. Like, you don't have that much more money either. Like, I swear to God, every single homeless person we passed, he gave money to. But also, what not there just like, didn't he just have that thing of like, for a lot of, a lot of uh, homeless people, money doesn't actually help them because, you know, if they're addicted to something, it's, it's just going to... No, but I had this conversation with mum the other day is, I, I remember I told you Russell Band like mentioned this. It's like, why, who cares if they're going to spend it on drugs? Like, why do we have this thing of like, you need to spend it on the right thing? No, it's not that. It's just that... Um, it's just that it's not a, it's not like some kind of moralistic thing about giving them money. It's just that it's not actually going to help them in any way. So it's just kind of a waste yeah, of money. But I'm, no, but I feel like it like, I don't know. I feel like it might make their day easier. And I think what, you know, they probably will buy food sometimes. I think if they, even if they're gone to get junk or whatever, at least you're making it a little bit easier for them to get through their life for that day. Like, I don't. I don't begrudge them for being addicted to anything. And I don't, I don't, I don't think that like being, I don't think that not giving them money isn't, I think that, yeah, it's a systematic issue, but a system issue, but like, I don't, systemic, sorry, systemic issue, but I don't think that giving them money is necessarily like bad. I just had, like, I, I think I was just a bit resentful towards them there because like, I think... Um, you should be, uh, I know this is like a privileged thing, but sometimes you just want to be able to walk without being bothered. Oh yeah. I, I understand that. And like it, 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 it is annoying. Like, okay. That is something that, you know, is slightly annoying, but like they, I guess I'm, well, you know what I'm like. People in jail, criminals, drug addicts and homeless people like, and asylum seekers are my peeps. Like I just love them and I'm probably... I don't know, I can't be too compassionate, but yeah, I just, I err on the side of being like, yeah, cool. But it was funny, there was this one guy, because it's, because obviously it's dog eat dog in New York, like you got to hustle. Um, so there's, you know, people playing music, like you pay them on the subway, like they're entertaining, like I think that's really cool to make money. Um, but there was this one guy that came up to Tristan, he was so funny, he was like, I need to get soup. It's so cold. And he was like shivering, but like pretending shivering. He's like, it's so cold. I need to get soup. Can you buy me soup? Can you take me to get soup? And he was like shivering. Yeah. And then Tristan gave him a dollar. And then, um, no, no, before Tristan gave him a dollar, he started crying, but his crying was so fake. He was like, (laughs) 
And Tristan was just like laughing, like not obviously in his face. But anyway, he gave him a dollar and then the guy like hugged him and then like we walked off and like Tristan was like, that was hilarious. Like, but he really needs to work on his performance because his yeah. cry was yeah. just like so fake. Yeah, that's what annoyed me as well is um that there's so many people that would like tell you like makeup stories. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And what annoyed me is like you had the, the way they perfectly plans it to not have any gaps in their story so you can't ever interrupt them and be like oh sorry mm. but i gotta keep going. like they would just honestly just go on for like five minutes and you're like i i'm not going to give you money like how do i get out of this yeah 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 i don't mind like the people that come up straight up and say can i please have this i don't like um the scams like you know how so um, many scams. yeah like in new orleans like they've got the shoe shine one where they they look they get they like oh look oh look at your shoes and then you look down at your shoes, and they start polishing them and then you've got to pay them. Um, that didn't happen to us because Tristan knew about it because his friend told him. But like I think that's really rude to like do that to people. Did you have the CD one? No. They give you their CD. They're like oh I'm like I'm an aspiring rapper. Do you want to just want this CD? So my music, just check it out. And then once you take it from them, they're like. Oh, what you're not gonna like? You're not gonna pay for it. You're not gonna support like a an artist that's trying to make their way or something. Mm-hmm. So because you've taken it, they suddenly go into this thing that you now owe them. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that pisses me off. Um, but I guess you know when times are tough, you've got to do some shit. Like you've got to you got to hustle and you got to find your own way of getting money. It's a dog eat dog bloody world. It's there, a dog bloody you know? fucking dog world. Sometimes you just you just happy to be in a country where we. We support each other, you know. We buy milk. Yeah, we um, buy milk, that's for sure. So what, have you got anything else on the list there? <sighs> I've got so many, but um, oh, oh maybe a, another resentment to myself. Um, I have this thing when I travel that, like, I need to have everything worked out. Like, I had this when I was traveling with you as well. It's like, if I don't know something or if I don't know how to do something, I, like, I get so frustrated with myself and it's like I have this expectation that I need to know everything. Like I need to know how the machines work. I need to know how the train goes. I need to know this. I need to know that. I don't want to look like a dumb tourist even though I am a tourist. I've got this oh, weird okay. thing that I don't want to look like a tourist and it's so annoying. And I like had this thing and I was like, Naomi, you are a tourist. Yeah, yeah. And they probably do know you're a tourist. <laughs> exactly. So it's like why do I have this thing where I need to have it all worked out? It's yeah. like anyway, I feel like I combated it that this time. That's good. Um you sent me a message this week about white jeans. Whose yeah. white jeans did you see? I don't I, I don't know. I I just see them. You seem like you're out now. You just you just don't <laughs> want to be doing this podcast. You've just been staring at me giving me nothing. I'm the it's one so who's been so hot to- in the sun. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very hot in this apartment. Um you know, the white jeans is like I just don't you just see them occasionally and you just thought, I just thought that we were over that as a thing. Um, and I just don't, I don't really get what's good about them. And how um, do they like not get dirty? Like I get shit on my stuff all the time. Like not shit, shit, but like I get stuff on my jeans all the time. Like I don't understand how they keep them white. It's just so weird. And I, it's always the like cuntiest people wearing white jeans. Like I hate, I, I just hate them. They've never been... <laughs> they've like, been good people. They've no, But, like, white jeans have never looked good. Like, they don't look yeah. good. Yeah, oh, well, that's the thing. That's the thing is, like, I don't... I just don't know... Like, I saw them, like, obviously saw them growing up and stuff, and I just don't... I thought they died out, mm. like polio or something, you know? Like, as they shouldn't be around anymore. I just... I, I, 
It boggles the mind. Yeah. Um, excessive nose blowing. What's why do they always have to do it? <laughs> <laughs> just going through the. <laughs> uh, what what you know? People seem to have a lot of snot in their nose. Like I never have to. I never have to blow my na- nose. Well, that's the thing with like traveling is the hardest one for like coughing, nose blowing, uh, clearing your throat. You're just like fuck you. Like get your shit sorted. I don't want to deal with it while I'm on the plane or I'm in a hostel, you know? Yeah, well, the plane was like a fucking um, symphony of fucking excessive nose blowing. It's like a chorus of people with sinus problems. And I just, I can't, <sighs> it's just like, take a fucking antihistamine. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't want to be aggravated by that kind of shit because I feel like I'm being a little bit oversensitive. But, um, <sighs> but yeah, um, it's fucking annoying. All right, well, uh, it seems Ben doesn't want to be a part of this anymore, so we might uh, wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> you playing, it's just, huh? It's just like a fucking sauna You're up here. You're sweltery. You're sweltery. Uh, all right, so uh, if you want to get in contact with us, I mean, we obviously need some more material. Um, it's at theresentmentlist at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, I want to start that Twitter page as well. Oh, yeah, we're going to start a Twitter um, if you don't follow us on Facebook and Instagram, do that. Uh, we try and um, come up with content. It's a bit lackluster, but um, it's there. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Have a great week. God bless. God bless. <laughs>